verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi came from the east, came to Jerusalem, and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and had come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied. For this, it was, for this is what was written by the prophet. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thanks be to God for this reading. Let's pray. God of all time, speak to us now through words and silence, thoughts and dreams, and point us in the right direction today and in the year ahead. Amen. Twenty twenty is dead and buried and some of us are fairly thankful for that. But its effects will remain with us for many years to come. Looking back over the year, Paul Valerie in the Church Times reflected on four stories that dominated the news. And you can guess the first, obviously, COVID-19. The year, he said, has been defined by COVID-19. And more than a million, it's now 1.8 million people have died as an immediate result. And sadly, there will be more. The second was Black Lives Matter, raising awareness in a new way of issues of racism and attitudes and injustices. The third he said was climate change. And I certainly wouldn't disagree with that. It continues to be the biggest challenge that humanity faces. Bigger than COVID-19. 
bigger than anything. The year was marked by more extreme weather events than ever before, flooding, heat waves, and wildfires. And there's no question that human activity is behind some of this. The fourth he said was safeguarding. He felt that this issue had dominated very sadly the interaction of church and society, particularly in the Anglican and Roman Catholic churches. The reality of past and present abuse within the church remains a stain on Christianity and its reputation. And it will take decades to remove that stain. Yet for all the importance of that issue, I think I would have chosen a different fourth story. Perhaps Brexit, or the American elections, or the increasing inequality and poverty in our society. Marcus Rashford's campaign to end child poverty has touched and inspired many of us. But also, it has also raised the awareness of huge problems within the way our society works. What are the four issues that you would have chosen that dominated 2020? for you. And what will be the stories that dominate 2021? Well, rather than try to look into some crystal ball and get it wildly wrong, I want to turn back to a much older story, some 2,000 years old, about men who gazed into the stars and came to find a child born to be king and went home, changed people. It's a familiar story, one that's retold every Christmas and more especially at the beginning of Epiphany. Traditionally, the church focuses on Luke's story at Christmas, and then turns to the story of wise men after the 12 days of Christmas and when Epiphany begins. I find it amazing that Matthew, the most Jewish of the Gospels, begins his story by focusing on the Gentiles that come to worship Jesus. He wants to tell his Jewish readers that the gospel is for all. And he focuses not on, in a sense, the best of the Gentiles, but these strange magi, whether they astronomers or astrologers. I always get the two mixed up, but I know horoscopes are just not what our faith is about. And yet these magi or magicians from the east came and worshipped and were changed. Now I want to bring to your mind four highlights 
from that story. Perhaps the most obvious highlight is right at the beginning and the star, the star that shines brightly in the sky and tells them that something is up, something is changing in the stars, in the life of humanity, in the life of the world. If you were lucky enough, you might have seen what's called the Christmas or Bethlehem star recently. Not a star at all, but the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter to make what looks like a particularly bright sky in the star in the sky. Some believe that this was Saul. These eastern stargazers read that special star as announcing a new king. A star that's worth following, worth exploring. Imagine their excitement, such wonder that they're willing to travel into the unknown. Travel dangerously, with difficulty, but to see this new child. And I think that challenges us in this new year to explore new things, to be willing, to be open for new learning, new revelations, new ways that God can speak to us. Perhaps we'll find that in the world of nature, in the stars or in the, the forests and the hills and the I love the, the beautiful photos that were sent in for this Sunday, and I hope you'll carry on sending in those photos. Perhaps it will be in the world of humanity or the world of the spirit. But be ready to explore, to learn. The second highlight is the entry into Jerusalem. This is, in a sense, a nightmare moment. The wise men think that Jerusalem is the obvious place for a king to be born. They go to the palace, and in doing so, they stir up a hornet's nest. The jealous king Herod is disturbed, and the whole city is disturbed with him. They know the consequences. Herod the tyrant will not let this child be kept safe. He, he will want to destroy any rival. And the words that really make me shiver are Herod's words about going to find the child so that he too can come and worship. They are some of the most uh, chilling words in the Bible because they are totally false. This is a man who lies through the back of his teeth so that he can destroy the child born to be king. And we've seen plenty of lies in our world today. We've talked... People talk about fake news being weaponized, using 
lies as just a way of creating a smokescreen behind which power can work in terrible ways. We must confront the lies of today, the strange conspiracy stories, the half-truths, the falsehood. These need to be challenged. My third highlight is when the wise men arrive at Bethlehem. They've been led not just by the star, but by scripture. The uh, scribes in Jerusalem tell them that Bethlehem is the place. They're overjoyed. They bow down. They worship. They offer their gifts. Yes, strange gifts. Perhaps they were tools of their trade. Perhaps they are symbolic of of Jesus' kingship and and divinity and and suffering to come. Whatever their meaning, they speak of awe and wonder and worship. So the challenge for us as we enter this new year is what will we offer in our worship and our work for God? What will Jesus bring out of our lives in good, in kindness, in courage? If I were a wise man, I would do my part, yet what I can, I give him, give my heart. And so the final highlight is that moment of departure. They're warned in a dream not to return to the false king Herod, and they travel a different route. They've been changed by the encounter the encounter with the child and the encounter with God. They will never be the same. And how are we changed by our encounter with Christ? Here at the table and the tables in your homes, we can meet Christ again. Will we be changed? Will we walk a different way? A route, a way that is kinder, more courageous, more honest, more adventurous, more faithful to the one who brings us joy and hope and love. And those great words of Isaiah, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you.